Hello and welcome to another episode of Living in the Past. We are a, a podcast that goes through the 90s one month at a time. We're in our 1991 season. This is our September episode and we have my co-host as always, Ben. Hello. And another guest uh, from my past. <laughs> we haven't caught up for about 10 years, but I still call him a friend. He owns a uh, local record vinyl pop-up um, around Adelaide that... Apparently he doesn't want me to want me to say. You gotta work for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's crack, crackle and pee. No, that's that's too obvious. Anyway, this is Mark Snowtech. Welcome. How are you? Did you clear that we we're gonna use his his name? <laughs> it's, well, it's out there now. Okay. Um, hey. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen you for a, while, a few years. So I don't know what sort of legal dealings you have. You don't want your name out on the internet, but um. As you know, my Facebook name's slightly different, so yeah, there has been a few. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. Um, how you doing? How's been? Yeah, good. <laughs> Haven't yeah. seen you for a while. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's been we a went little... to we went to school together, um, high school together, and but we sort of more hung out like after sc- after high school, sort of. Um, and then yeah, that was a long time ago. That was huh? a long time ago, and then um, as I did, discovered, didn't speak to each other for a quite a long time, and now we're back. <laughs> yeah, like uh, last century, I believe, was high school. Is that correct? Ninety nine. It was a while ago. Yeah. It was yeah. A while ago. Last yeah. century. Yeah. How fucking old are you two? <laughs> Why we're doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we get into any of the 90s stuff, we always do what we're listening to or watching now. So it's called Living in the Now. So Mark, as a guest, you can go first. Uh, what sort of stuff have you been, apart from like research from the for the pod, which you've been doing heaps of? <laughs> uh, yeah, a bit of everything. Like, yeah. In fact, just looking back, like when I was looking back, what I have been watching, I'm trying to struggle how I find time to do anything else other than watch TV or game or yeah. watch movies with my partner. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. What sort of TV are you watching? <laughs> um, a lot of everything. Uh, just finished Bad Blood. I don't know if you heard that. Um, okay. What's that? A bit of a Sopranos-y gangster set in Canada. Oh, A couple nice. years old. Um, okay. Sopranos in Canada. <laughs> it's oh, I love that. It's pretty good. It's got Anthony Parker in it. I don't know if you're right. Uh, him or not, yeah. oh, I've he's heard only of in show. season one. He's Adelaide. Okay. Adelaide boy, isn't he? Sure. He's at least, he's at least Australian. He's definitely Australian. The yeah. Lapags, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. He owns yeah. like a rugby team or something. Okay. Yeah. The Anthony's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my name all of this. The Anthony Spaghetti's. The rugby team. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, just finished watching Superstore. Oh, Finally. Did, did you cry? Did you cry? Did you cry? Nah. Nah, I would have thought so. Nah. It takes a lot, I think, for you to cry. <laughs> it's like... As I'm getting older, I'm finding... 95 last time we cried? No. <laughs> no. It seems to happen a little bit more in these Yeah, days. okay. Oh. Things yeah. trigger me. Particularly animals. Right. Um, and thinking of, like, travel memories and things like that. Right, okay. And how you'll never Ooh. do it again. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, it will happen. Uh, I don't know. We're getting quite... We're getting I'm quite not going to do it, but, you know, no. you guys can go. It's fine. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> um, I've been watching Invincible on Prime. Um, the Mike like, Wahlberg film about no, football. It's not the Mike Wahlberg film. It's the um, new animated show by the guy who wrote. Uh, um, that, I should stop playing with that. Um, uh, by the guy Robert Kirkman who did Walking Dead. Um, it's a uh, and it's R rated. And for the first episode, you're going, you're watching. It's like, why is this R rated? It's pretty tame. And, and it's last, animated. The last minute of this episode is brutal. And it just gets more and more from there. What and kind of brutal? Just a lot of 
blood and guts and just <laughs> a very surprising end to a first episode. And then it gets like, um, it's really layered, really good performances. Got a lot of um, voice actors from the cast of The Walking Dead in there too. So yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd say definitely check it out if you can. No. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a little surprise. Oh, okay. I started reading a book. Hey, yeah. look at you. Look at me go. I got 48 pages in. Yeah. And then the guy that gave me the book said he wanted it back. <laughs> So I've now got it on Audible. Sounds like a good guy that lent it to you in the first place. Maybe well, the guy said I could have it for as long as I needed. Maybe you shouldn't give him shit. <laughs> and then yesterday was like, hey, I need that book back. Uh, so, so this is the James Acaster book. It yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and a further treat, I'm going to start listening to a lot of music from 2016. Yeah. Because so I'm shocked that... Yeah. What's the book year? about? Tell, tell everyone what's so about. So the book is about the greatest year of music ever, which apparently is 2016. And initially I was like, bullshit, no it's not. And then he starts off David Bowie and Beyonce. Good chance this could be the greatest year of music ever. <laughs> I don't even remember that year. Like I just, I don't remember much from the last I remember year. a lot of people dying and everyone going, this is the worst year ever. Yeah. But then also in the start of the book, he mentions To Pimp a Butterfly, which is 2015. Apparently a lot of people held their albums back because that was just the album of the year like no one wanted to be around it i remember working at sanity at that time and selling it a lot um yeah but i've never been i've never got into it so i didn't even know who kendrick was at the time okay but it is a good album right yeah yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, I drifted off there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I? So, do you? I mean, I won't talk for more than thirty seconds at a time from now on. I'm trying to like not because you work at a pop up vinyl store. Let's just say you work at Crackle and Pop. Just part uh, part time though. Yeah. Like, it's just a side hustle. Yeah, yeah, Good but fun. like, I'm trying not to tell you, ask you questions that no doubt you've heard like a million times before from like just normal people that come off the street. It's like, but. Like, do you have a, a favorite particular genre of music that you are like into? Or does it waver because you've, you're dealing with different genres all the time? Or is it like... Do you even listen to music yeah, personally. Um, or, or are you just sick of music? <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. Um, but it's really, really diverse. And it, you can see that in the crates when I do a pop up. Like, it's yeah. got everything from Johnny Cash to Wu-Tang. Yeah. And everything in between, really. Okay. Um, bit of country. Love a bit of Willie Nelson. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. really? But, I think uh, this year or next year is when he got that massive tax debt. Like, he got like a a million dollar tax debt because they just they found ooh. out that he wasn't paying taxes. <laughs> so, Willie had to do a lot of stuff. He's probably oh. got so many albums. He's just like, I failed his tax debt. <laughs> Steven Seagal and he's like, debt with the mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, any interesting, like, have you got a, 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 like a standout story? Like, or just, just from dumb questions or anything that you get asked about regularly like working in um any empire record style moments in your pop-up days rex manning days (laughs) (laughs) just gone past hasn't it that day that has yeah do you get like i mean because it um i suppose when you deal with like this sort of stuff even whether it be like it's a niche item so it's like collectible toys or like vinyl stuff like you always get like people who think they know better than what you are that, that what you know so you get is that still pretty prevalent or yeah there's a particular age of people that um, <laughs> to, that 40 plus happen to walk past <laughs> probably a little bit older than that yeah and, yeah and give me the whole story about how they had these and how much they were back in the day when they were buying it yeah, yeah. um and then i kind of explain to them how inflation works and um <laughs> wage increases and 
costs of producing things. And they go, oh, thank you very much for that useful information. Sir. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. they kind of say, good luck with it, and then walk off. Yeah. yeah um, so I'm glad I invested my time in that. <laughs> Sounds like um, when he's playing bands that I get like bands that are older. It's like, oh, I used to play with the Sex Pistols back in the day. I'm like, first, no, you didn't. <laughs> Secondly, I don't want to listen to this conversation anymore. Do you uh, remember that show I had to do at the Warradale? Yeah. Like, and one of the original members of Master's Apprentice came up talking to me. Oh, really? And I think he was in the band for like a month or something. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't don't know if you... Like, I told people the story after. I was like, yeah, that guy wasn't really in the band. Like, he was there when they started and then he was gone. Yeah, Master's Apprentices? You hear the triangle on track six? <laughs> you know, That's me. <laughs> I had no idea who they were at the time. And then I told was like, yeah, they were like a huge Australian band. Like, shoo, no idea. I could not name your Master's Apprentices song right at this point. Same. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. No. Like when you say Mark and the Kangs, I'm like, you're the shit. The anyway, living years, moving on. Paul, the living years. <laughs> and moving on to events. <laughs> we had a few things happen, not a lot of the events in um, uh, September. Have you got any less depressing events than what you've usually had? Uh, I'll try not to be too. There was a plane crash in Houston. <laughs> well, it was the golden age of plane crashes, wasn't it, Paul? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Got a feeling that could be a t-shirt one day. <laughs> um, they found this, this. They found a mummy called Otis in the mountains. What mountains? Um, shut up. Stop asking specifics. Because <laughs> um, the, the, I, I moved on from that because apparently there's a, there's a curse with this mummy. I'm like, oh, tell me all about that. Oh, that's where um, Brendan Fraser got his... Yeah, yeah they, this, is, this is it. That was a curse of the mummy, yep. right? Yeah. Um, no, they, basically the three major people who... Um, found the mummy all died very quickly afterwards and like Ooh. not in mysterious circumstances but like whenever they find a mummy it seems like you know well if you die within five years of that curse yep curse yep <laughs> um apart from that a little bit of a precursor to next month and that happens um clarence thomas got gets nominated for the supreme court do you know who clarence thomas is no, clarence sir. thomas uh we'll find out is not a nice guy um sexual harassment harassment seats and lots of stuff and is he in something oh he's on the supreme court right now he's still on there oh he's not a celebrity Um, yeah so we'll get into the actual case like next month i think it happens october november but this is when george bush was like yep you should be in the supreme court okay (laughs) don't do a background check there all right so we're not going to get him on the episode No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I'll see. I'll see. I'll I'll get to his people. All right. See what he's got. We're still waiting to hear back from Tom Hanks as well. I think. You were, yeah. He actually, you know, for for a nicest guy in Hollywood. Yeah. Not good to getting back to us. Cold shoulder. Um, and the GST was announced for Australia at that time. Not as what not what we thought it would be, but yeah, that was when someone from the Liberal Party said. I think we should do this. And they're like, ah, oh, we'll do that in a few years' time. And then, like, I remember... Do you remember when the GST came in? Yeah. They used to have to wear big. a badge called Don't Blame... GST, Don't Blame Me. Because like, they basically, like, all our prices went up at the video store. Huh. And they're like, people would come in and it's like, why is it, why is it so expensive? I'm like, just tap the badge. <laughs> Don't make me tap the sign. Yeah. So there was a time where everything wasn't taxed. Well, certain goods and services were, but this is where it expanded it, basically. And like, wow. Yeah. And I think the main reason it didn't get sort of brought through right then is because they were still working out what should get taxed and what shouldn't get taxed. So, You've been to America, right? Uh, a long time ago. Did you find it an absolute nightmare when their prices didn't include tax? Yeah. And you're like trying to fumble out the right change and you get out there and it's like an extra like $1.70 because... 
they don't want to put their full price on it. We're getting stuff done to our house, and then like they'll give us it's like oh, it's not including GST. I'm like, <laughs> why, why not? Is why that ten percent? Yeah, yeah, just add it on. Yeah, like, no, we're gonna still, have to pay it. But it still is like yeah, I, like, yeah. Anyway, this is not the financial. <laughs> um, so that's pretty much it. There's not not a lot um, happening in events. So let's get on to sport. All right, You're it's excited. a big sport month. Um, I think it, it. Well, actually, it's probably not that big. Okay. Um, so AFL final series begun. Obviously, okay. um, Richmond in it. Uh, I, Why not? <laughs> Look, they didn't finish bottom that year. Good, Good but uh, they may as well have. There's less teams than that. Um, I don't know how often this happened in the final series. Obviously, like ours is a bit weird. With like, you can lose and then still be in it. So Hawthorne and West Coast played each other in that first round. West Coast lost. Yeah. And then played Hawthorne again in the grand final. Weird. And lost again. So that was a big West Coast year. This is coming into like West Coast oh, West Coast okay. Golden West Coast era. Favor. Yeah, so they lost, and then I think they might. Are they still now? Have they got it back, or is it? Yeah, they kind of. Yeah, they're out there. They okay. won a couple of years ago. Yeah. That time Richmond didn't win, they won. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> was there other AFL news that I missed? Well, that's all I had. The grand final was actually played at Waverley, which for which is just crazy. That's it right. Wasn't a thing. Yeah. Like why, it's always been MCG. Why did they move it? Do they, do uh, I think they were just doing some renovations on it. <sighs> yeah, they just. Constantly upgrading the MCG in the nineties, weren't they? Yeah. So like, does that mean there was less less like room available? Because like, Waverley wouldn't hold as much as the MCG, surely. Isn't it? Isn't it more of like a um, suburban ground? It wasn't like that, really. Yeah, it was yeah. suburban. It was yeah. pretty big though. It was Hawthorne's. Oh, Hawthorne's ground. Yeah. Okay. I think it's so, like sixty to seventy sort of capacity. Okay. Cool. People. Yep. <laughs> people. <laughs> seventy people in there. <laughs> All Hawthorne members. Anything else in sports? Um. So the final. Handball? tennis we'll get to Golf. handball we'll get there <laughs> slow down um the f- the last ever first division in the uk so before it became the english premier, premier league yeah um that started okay um leeds lost their first game um the you first seem to like a lot of teams that lose a lot just you wait paul just you wait okay um the first ever outdoor nhl game in vegas oh cool in vegas yeah that's where they often do them how because vegas doesn't at the time, had no teams. So it's just like, there's like under... How much power would you have to do? To yeah. Them? Oh, my God. Yeah, don't ask. Um, it was a Kings versus Rangers. Kings won. Mm. I like how you got excited there for a bit of sport. I like hockey. Yeah, you do. Mm. Uh, the NFL season started. The MLB regular season was not finished. Almost finished. It just goes on forever. Anyway. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, the fifth All-Africa Games was on. So like a mini Olympics, but just, just Africa. African. Okay. Yeah. Um, hosted in Egypt. Egypt fucking cleaned up. Oh. 90 golds. 90 golds. <laughs> um, so you're excited about handball. Last month we had the Asian Championships. Yeah. Um, the women's finished last month, so check out the results. Uh, <laughs> the men's finished in September. And South Korea also won. <laughs> Jesus as Christ. they did in the women's. Which I shouldn't have mentioned because you should have already known that. Um <laughs> Lastly, the US Open. Golf tennis. <laughs> uh, I mentioned last month because it started in August, but Edberg and Sellis took out the oh, titles. Stefan Edberg now, that was a man. Was you a... know his name. I was yeah. a bit of a fan of him as well. Yeah. I'd never heard of him. Oh, at the net. I was a bit Sweden obsessed for a while there. because I really liked With the golf Swe- or tennis? 
uh, soccer too. Like I was really like, whenever like the World Cup or something was on, I was like, oh, that's when there was a guy, and I'll tell you why. There was a a forward there called Kenneth Anderson, and whenever he would score a goal, he would do the um, Australian like rules, like two two fingers out. Weird. In front. I was like, oh, that's funny. I like Sweden. <laughs> that was the only reason. <laughs> Right, I'm dumb. Okay, um, me too. Anything else? Oh, um, no, I said I'm dumb. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Not also me too. Um, um, and just the Berlin Berlin Marathon, but yeah, it's just running. Who won? People. Nice. Actually, I don't think anyone wins a marathon, do they? They're all losers. <laughs> You're all winners. <laughs> all right, let's go into film. Now, I'm gonna say what films came out. Then me and Mark are gonna have an argument about a certain film. <laughs> because I can't believe you don't like it. Um, company business, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, Fisher King, Deceived, Necessary Roughness, and Wedlock. Why don't you like Fisher King? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I could only get halfway through it. Um, as you know, I love Jeff Bridges. Yeah, massive, massive Big Lebowski fan. It's probably he's proto dude in this. There's like there's a bunch I know. of stuff. Did you see that bit where he's trying to read something and he can't focus? It's exactly like... Yeah. Is it just because he needs glasses? It was I'm like, not sure. Yeah. But every, even the way he was smoking, it's just yep. like... Yeah, very dude. Were you not quite in the mood when you started it? It Did was you force yourself night. to watch it? It's a bit um, of pressure. I like... I really like Robin Williams. It's a, it's a, I, I don't want to drop a big bombshell here, but I actually don't like Robin Williams. <gasps> Why? Sorry. He can be a bit much. But in a dramatic role, he's awesome though. In yeah. a dramatic role, like he like all he has to do is not be Robin Williams for like five minutes, and he makes me cry. <laughs> it's like yeah. he's like he's like if he's like serious Robin Williams. I'm just like, oh, what role is this? This is this is a dramatic role. Yeah. <laughs> Mark <laughs> um, disagrees. Oh, no. I just didn't, it's yeah, an awesome like. So if you've never it. seen it, I've never seen it. Um, basically, it starts off with Jeff Bridges as kind of like a Howard Stern like um, radio uh, guy, and Ugh. in it. He, like, he gets a phone call from this guy who um, he really wants to date and he basically belittles, belittles a guy and says like oh because the guy's going to take um, this girl to a certain fancy restaurant he's like don't fucking do that you know whatever turns out that this guy then goes to that restaurant and shoots it up like with a shotgun like kills like people um, this sends Jeff Bridges into a bit of a, like a spiral like depression lots of stuff um, he goes out one night and um, uh Basically, he gets mugged. We nearly gets mugged, and he gets saved by Robin Williams and a bunch of other like homeless people. Basically, finds out that Robin Williams' wife was killed in the shootout that he essentially sort of caused by like giving this guy bad advice sort of thing. So, um, oh. Jeff Bridges and Robin Williams become friends. It's lots of lot of stuff to do with trauma and grief, and lots of stuff. Does he it's leave? Very odd. At some it is a weird film. It's like does a he leave Robin Williams out in the street, or does he like take him in and? He takes him in for a little bit and he also um, cleans him up and gets him to like, because Robin Williams is obsessed with this woman. Um, Uh-oh. She's the one, she's Honey Bun from Pulp Fiction. What's her name? From the start of Pulp Fiction. I remember the girl, but I don't Yeah, yeah. Know so like, yeah, Robin Williams is infatuated with her and like, he gets in, like, a date with her and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe I just watched it and I was like, I just fell in love with it. Um, it's very, sometimes very weird, but yeah. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I thought you'd like it. I thought I was like, yeah. Jeff Bridges. I did enjoy the first part of it. I, I, and yeah. then it just like halfway through, I'm like, nah, I just don't know if I can do this anymore. Apparently, James Cameron was going to take a stab at it, okay. which would have been weird. Like, as it is, it's like a weird movie just because um, Terry Gilliam's like very sort of 
abstract with a lot of stuff but like yeah I don't know. Um, did you watch any movies? There, can I just say, there were a couple of F-bombs in that as well. And I'm not talking about the fallout. Oh, work. yeah. And oh. ever ever since, like, obviously I've been a long-time listener of the show. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I've been more conscious of hearing it in films, particularly that era. And, yeah, it's amazing how it just gets... That out. and the, uh, yeah. the R word. Uh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's, no one cared. Oh, they still don't. They still don't. I, oh. hear the, I hear the R word all the time. Yeah, but, like, I mean, I think they've... For In movies. film, it's a bit better, yeah. Yeah, the early two thousands, love that word. Yep. <laughs> um, did you watch any of the movies? Um, did you I... watch Freddy's Dead? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that has never been anyone's reaction to that film. How bad is that movie? <laughs> it, um, it could be the worst film of. I so I've seen The Room twice. Yeah. And this could be the worst film I've ever seen. Um, so this is the sixth. Brecken Meyer doesn't even save this film. Brecken Meyer is controlled by Freddy Krueger with like a Nintendo Power Glove, and it's the most hilarious thing you'll ever see. Yeah, that's actually kind of cool. Will... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that is that is the gift that will be on our Instagram at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, you find out that Freddy Krueger's got a daughter, um, and also that Alice Cooper plays his dad. I'd have missed that bit. At Did the I end, when they're going back to Freddy's childhood, and he's got an abusive dad, that guy is played by Alice Cooper. Oh, I didn't even notice. Uh, Roseanne and Tom Arnold is in it. I did. I was in the kitchen getting oh. some ice cream at the time. I did hear them yelling on the TV. Yeah, they just come in and yell. And it's, it's it was like five minutes in. I needed an ice cream break already. <laughs> um, Yafet Kodo from um, Aliens in there. He plays the. Oh yeah. He plays the, the scientist that just seems to know what to do like at any point. Um, I liked it. Was it was helpful. It's, strangely enough, it's way better than number five. I'm assuming the Freddy films just get worse and worse and worse, though. No, because one and after this gets... is actually really cool. The one after this is like the prototype for Scream because it's a movie within a movie type sort of thing. It sort of takes like all the horror tropes. And, yeah. I, my, I hadn't seen any Freddy films before. So my opinion was Simpsons and Rick and Morty just like did goofy versions of it, <laughs> like just dumped it up. And then I see this, I'm like, oh, they didn't dumb it up at all. <laughs> They just copied it scene for scene. Oh, no, I I I don't. It's my least favorite horror. I'm not a big horror guy, but it's probably my least favorite sort of horror series. But like the first and third ones are really good. But yeah, this one's. I can't say that I'm going to watch them now that I've seen this. The I'm bar is set way too low for me to. If even I consider. if I make a, a podcast episode about it, you'll have to. Do it. <laughs> That's how I'm going to do it. Are we going to do the eighties now? Oh, no, I can't no, do that. exactly. Um, and you watched Necessary Roughness as well. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, and that's it <laughs> yeah Rob Schneider's in it really uh, he plays like a, just a commentator for an NFL team um, so it's actually he's actually tolerable in it but oh wow yeah it's the only role that he is isn't it weird <laughs> where like they start off and they're actually tolerable and then they like when they get, get worse and worse they and get worse. worse like yeah it's, it's like the reverse Jim Carrey like he came out just like annoying and got better as he went along Sinbad's mm. in it as well. Sinbad! Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason Bateman has like four lines. Oh, right. Oh, that's way too many lines. People have a hard opinion of Jason Bateman. Yeah, I don't like him. He's in Game Night? Yeah. I like that movie. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Just take Jason Bateman out of it. <laughs> oh, as a Arrested Development fan, I, I can't. Yeah, I thought uh, you'd be all over him. No, I liked Arrested Development. I just don't like him. That seems to not... Okay. 
Um, I also watch Company Business, which is just basically a movie of the week. Like it's got Gene Hackman in it. It's boring. Um, <laughs> um, apart from not that, not a good month for film. No. I will say, uh, Wedlock. Um, it's a sci-fi film with Rooker Howard in it. And it's about this, this prison where they wear those things around their neck that are going to make their head explode. And you have, but you're partnered up with a buddy. And if your buddy goes too far away, you have both <laughs> your heads explode. It's amazing. I watched the trailer as well. It's pretty good. Like, it's and hilarious. He, he gets put into this, um, these like, you know, um, you know when in The Simpsons where Lisa gets put in that, the, the pod that's like, when she's like, um, yeah, yeah. it's like the, you can't that hear a relaxing pod. Yeah, yeah. So he gets yeah. put in there as like sort of solitary confinement. And the warden comes up and he's like, you ready to get out of there? And he's like, and he's good. And so the guy like pisses into the pot and then shuts the, I'm like, Oh my God, this is horrible. (laughs) Do you remember, um, those moments in Alan Partridge where he would pitch movie ideas (laughs) and it would would always be Rutger (laughs) Howard. And I never understood. Film idea. Rutger Howard goes to, (laughs) they were always so ridiculous. And now the more I hear Rutger Howard films, I'm like, Oh no, they all make sense. (laughs) It's like that. King and Peele sketch about Gremlins too. It's like it all actually happened. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. Oh, it's awesome. I apologize. Um, so yeah, that's that's film. So let's go on to let's get out. Uh, so September is always like the pilot month. Always like a bunch of new shows coming up and coming on. Um, lots of uh, animated shows that I I thought I forgot and then I didn't. Like it's yeah. Um, this one being the first. There's a lot of shows I thought I watched that it turns out I didn't. This was one that, like, I remember, but yeah, it didn't really hit any, strike any chords with me. And I was saying before, like, they all seem to have that sort of like that MIDI drum set, like, yep. it's, it's a little rap. It's a Casio keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched because you can watch on Disney Plus. They've got oh. all three seasons of Disney Plus, and it's still pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's got launchpad from um, uh, Ducktales in it too. The guy that flew the plane. Don't remember. No screw. There's no crossover with Scrooge with Duck or anything like that. Oh, okay. Um, Super you... Mario's one that I assumed I would have watched as a kid, but That's pretty shit. Yeah. Did you guys watch the Back to the Future clip? Uh, I just watched the trailer. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to watch an, an episode. It has. So it's got Christopher Lloyd in it. He's the only one who came back. Who would have thought? Oh no, Biff comes back too. <laughs> nice, <laughs> um, because he apparently he was he was he was available. <laughs> um, it starts that, off yeah. with like a like it's a cartoon show, but it starts off with Christopher Lloyd, um, like real life. Um, basically, he announces the episode. It's like, oh, today on the episode, and then at the end of it, you'd have him, and it's him and Bill Nye, the science guy, doing a, a, a like a an oh, educational no experiment. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Um, and then like a really bad the guy does like a really bad Michael J. Fox impression like for Muddy in the um, but it's all about how um, Doc with the woman from the third film have two kids the two kids that they have and it's about their adventures I thought they have three kids oh two kids and a dog (laughs) I think they die no (laughs) Um, yeah I'm not sure Um, but yeah do they keep the kid that's always pointing at his dick (laughs) Remember that kid? Yeah, I remember that kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's also got a Huey Lewis inspired song as like the the theme song. It's pretty good. Um, Herman's Head. Did everyone watch Herman's Head here? No idea what Herman's I, Head is. I remember watching it back in the day, and I 
ended up watching four episodes of it <laughs> on YouTube doing some research. Um, yeah, I don't, it hasn't probably aged very well, but I, I can't. I didn't mind it. This so it's basically about this guy Herman who um, who who works with Lisa Simpson. Yes, uh, <laughs> and um, he's got four people. In. You know what? They could sue Inside Out that Disney film because it's essentially the same thing. It's like he's got four people in his head that um, deal with his like, what is it? His intelligence, his anxiety, his sensitivity, and his lust. And the guy who plays his lust is big, sort of Kevin Smith esque, <laughs> like loudmouth dude. And I'm like, is he from Saturday Night Live? No, I think he's on one of those. You know, when the ones you know, like Mad TV wasn't quite Saturday Night uh, Live. Yeah, I think yeah. he might be on that for a bit. But yeah, he's um incorporate like saying that he's his lust i'm like yeah that's probably every white guy's lust <laughs> i like sports and babes and food um we also had um hammer man did you watch the i was have we covered it last year yeah. like last season um so this is mc hammer's um cartoon show i did not revisit that thank you very much his intro though the song is so specific he's like and Grandpa got the magic shoes and he found a guy on the street and he gave him the magic shoes. I'm like, you don't even rap anymore. <laughs> it's just... like someone wrote the idea for the song. Yeah. Like with Poochie's like, yeah, this will do. <laughs> Let's just, just turn this into a song. Can you turn this into a rap hammer? Yeah, sure. I've got nothing else on. Oh, it's a recording day. <laughs> um, I would have totally watched um, James Bond Jr. if I had known about it when I was a kid. Oh my God, this looked amazing. I watched like two episodes of it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. No, I didn't bother. I thought it was going to be terrible. It's excellent. It's like you could wedge that in between, uh, or right next along with Captain Planet. It's like that type of animation, like Captain Planet, James Bond Junior, X Men. I've had a very good afternoon. Did you find so a lot of the clips that I watched, the intros were really long, and they were really expository. It's like they tell the entire story of the show in the lyrics. It's like yeah. we need to let you know everything that's going on before. And I don't know if like that's just like the initial intro and like. Some episodes had a shortened version of it. Well, it's like The Simpsons. Yeah, sometimes they just go straight to the, straight from the board straight to like the couch gag. So maybe yeah. like they cut it down a bit. It's like when the episode's too long. Yeah, it's yeah. Too, if it's too short, let's have like a two minute intro. I used to watch the Where's Wally show quite a lot. Um, <laughs> the, I used to like The Wizard because he's basically doing like it. And I was like, and when I was watching the show, I was like, that sounds like Rodney Dangerfield, and it's Brad Garrett from Everyone Loves Raymond doing a bad Rodney Dangerfield impression and he actually admitted he's like yeah that's that, that was my choice ah. I'm like so he saw a wizard and he's like hey oh <laughs> he's like I'm gonna go Rodney Dangerfield for it <laughs> oh my god um, Erie Indiana we talked about in our TV episode man I wish I watched that back in the day it would be all I'm pretty that. sure I watched it a bit as a kid and I watched an episode this morning I don't I can't imagine myself watching it as a kid now. Like, having watched one, I was like, this show is weird. Well, I got told by one of my mates, like, that it definitely wasn't in Australia. Like, it, it, it was on, but I just, I'd never caught it, so. Um, but, and then Jerry Springer started. Skip. You're a Jerry Springer fan, weren't you? Uh, I can't say I was a fan. <laughs> it shocked me that they ended up doing, like, 1,200 episodes. Oh, my God. Like, it's like, um, and it starts off so, like, it, it, it kind of always was sleazy, but, like, man, it got to a point where it was like, why? why? Um, the Simpsons episode for this month, so all, everything came back on. September's, like, when all the series start again. Uh, but one episode you will not find on any streaming service because it's, it's been taken off. It's Stark Raving Dad with the Michael Jackson. Oh. So after the Leaving Neverland doco that came out, um, Al Jean, who was a showrunner, believed that maybe, and this... 
uh, to preface this is like this is all allegedly mm-hmm. but he thought that maybe Michael Jackson wanted to do the show as a way of grooming like because it's uh, like targeted at a younger audience yeah. sort of thing so that's the allegation that's why he pulled it that's why that's not on any other any other DVD boxes if, uh, from 2019 on it, it won't be in syndication or anything like that um, we also had but we also had um, one of my favourite episodes of all time which is Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington where she wins the essay contest and Homer Reads De- Reader's Digest <laughs> American A-OK yeah love <laughs> that kid um, the, they go through all the states and it's like ding liberty dong freedom <laughs> um, flag yeah it's pretty it's pretty funny it's a good episode You've uh, skipped over step by step, by the way. I did notice that on my run sheet as well. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Step by step, and because uh, we, we covered it in the TV show thing. Yeah, home improvement and step by step um, started as well. I've got uh-huh. some. I've got notes saying. Okay. I do remember watching step by step as a kid and enjoying it. Yeah. Really? See, so, like, because I was looking back on that one now. It's I was like, a big it's, fan. It's the hardest to take though now. Like, I think it's it's real cringy. Like, yeah, it's super cheesy. Yeah, like um, least home improvement. I'm not gonna say it has an edge to it. That's not that's not the right word. <laughs> but it was it was edgier than step by step. My note for home improvement is just shit. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, but how nice was that house? <laughs> oh yeah, there it is. It's a nice house though. It was a nice house. Um Suru could live next door. Um yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, um I've just recently found family ties at my local library. And I've been watching it quite a lot. Terrible. Bang it. <laughs> Man, that show is brilliant. It is, is it? so smart and so good. And like I I'm I've been loving it. I've wasted away half my like uh, holidays like watching it. How is it without Michael J. Fox? What? He's, if, he's always in it. Yeah, but if he's not. Oh, no, no, the rest of them hold their hold their own. Okay. He is the linchpin for most episodes, but yeah, like um Seinfeld uh so I watched these two this morning one's called The Note um which is basically all about George's homophobia (laughs) 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 the entire episode's about him being touched by a man the (laughs) suit yeah Raymond (laughs) (laughs) um so it moved (laughs) (laughs) and then he's like um he's in the office and there's a picture of like um I think it's Evander Holyfield or something like that, and he's like, oh, it's got a great body on him. It's like, well, how would I know that? It's like, is it the entire thing's about him not wanting to be touched by a man? It's a, it's 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 super weird to watch. And um, did you notice the intro music? It's got the backup singers in it. It's bizarre. It's apparently the the only other episode is the pilot where they change music, and this was one of them. And it's so freaky to listen. It reminded me of you know when um in the in Wayne's World when they changed that Wayne's World it's like they they like the network says like I like the Seinfeld bass scene but we need some backup dance <laughs> the singers in there so I've never noticed that it's it was now just this episode ah and that's it gross it is pretty gross um the other one is uh, do you think they tried to feminize it a little bit because George is being <laughs> such a dick in it <laughs> it's like we gotta ease people into yeah. this um. Uh, the one thing after watching like heaps of Seinfelds for this podcast, Jerry's stand up at the start is fucking annoying. Like it gets to the point where, like, and like when they, especially when they do the crowd, the crowd shots, it's like they're all being paid to laugh, and you they're showing that they're being paid to laugh. So, <laughs> I'm like it wasn't that funny. Really. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because I do have a note on his intro. Yeah, for the next episode. 
Oh, so truth. for uh, the truth, yeah. Mm. What's, he, what? Oh, he was giving people shit about saving buttons from their jacket pockets when they buy them. <laughs> and I've got like a, a drawer full of them. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't always quite the fashion. You had luck. You, you, you had... You had I mean, to I say like that you had more sway than me in fashion is not saying much because, like, I'm like, I'm disgusting. But like, um, <laughs> I do like a jacket. Um, so the truth is all about. Um, uh, and look, we've got this. George should be like thanking the stars that he's like anyone wants to spend any time with him ever. But he's like breaks up with his girl for being pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> like he should be like, oh, someone wants to be next to me. That's awesome. Especially <laughs> yeah. in the '90s, like you're a short, fat, bald man with glasses. He Bob Hoskins it in the episode. He he took oh, it and he no. is like brown sugar on the porridge, dude. Yeah, like he, he is. is like yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, in the truth, uh, Jerry has given his ex girlfriend a some tax papers and she's doing a tax run because he's being ordered. Um, she does run up and she ends up in an institution because of George, basically. <laughs> um, and um, that whole bit's kind of weird. So it's, I don't know, it's one of those things is like, you know, Seinfeld holding a magnifying up to it sometimes is uh, can be problematic. It makes me want to watch um, more recent Curb Your Enthusiasm to see if Larry David has kind of seen the light a little bit and kind of changed his ways. I think it's, I don't know whether it's more, not forgivable, but like, I don't know. Coming straight from the horse's mouth with Larry, like I could take that better than it being sort of in a in a in a sitcom sort of sense sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um. You're in luck because another show started up in September too. James Acast wasn't doing anything in 1991. Uh, so Law and Order oh. came back up on. Oh Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was in a sincere luck comment. <laughs> So, um, I don't know what, you know, I've been getting uh, messages from no one saying like the last <laughs> three episodes has been no Lauren for a minute. And I'll be like, you know, no one I address those. No one wanted to bring it up. Just <clears throat> concerned that it might actually bring it back. Okay, so. Um, oh, we, is, this, on, we is that happening? We're going to start in a sec. Just don't. Okay. <laughs> you do this every time. And you get me off my. I'm in my Lauren order like zone here. The rule should be as soon as you mention Law and Order, the minute starts. That should be the rule. So Eleanor, or If I start, start saying like yeah. that show. All right, hang on. Go. Season two of Law and Order starts literally with a bang as Matt's Greeby, the detective we know and love from season one, is shot dead in the first five minutes. This ain't your grandfather's cop show. We spend the rest of the episode trying to find out who shot him and why. Uh, Logan finds a guy and forces a confession out of him and it's basically a, a, a show about police brutality and him getting away with it. Next up is The Wages of Love. And the best thing about this one is at the start, there's two cops eating Chinese food and they could not give a shit about a murder that just happened outside. They're more concerned about finishing their um, uh, Chinese meal. Um, turns out there's a couple that have been murdered. Wasn't the son, wasn't the ex-wife, wasn't the sperm boyfriend. It was the ex-wife. Oh, and I finished before the minute's up. What? Wow. Oh, what's the point? Why do you talk so <laughs> fast? Because we got it all in. That's why I'm trying to get all uh, of it in. Ah, they didn't even get to at least hear the horn. Yeah, I think we need some more anyway. <laughs> Is that too much on? Executive producer Dick Wolf. <laughs> uh, I hate when you can fit it all in. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> next, next. Took month. my watch off for nothing. Next month we got four episodes. I won't get through them all in one minute. This is only two episodes this month, so. But I so it's to... making a comeback, Law and Order. It's it's doing all right these days. 
It's doing great. <laughs> people are watching it. and uh, If by people you mean me and... Two other people. <laughs> me and mixing it up with Family Ties and Law and Order. <laughs> then yes. Uh, so yeah, that was Law and Order Minute. Can we leave this place now? Pause for the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till someone finds that. <laughs> just lose the shit out of you me. have to go and edit like 12 episodes <laughs> surely there's a limit like $500 a clip surely there's a limit like you're allowed like a certain amount of it without paying right uh, no oh, yeah I don't think like it even is like half a second no apparently not oh so yeah. you you are knowingly doing this <laughs> can that be Mike Post <laughs> person who wrote the Law and Order thing yeah I know his name Ooh. Mike Post why don't you tag him as well? <laughs> no, let's not do that. <laughs> uh, going on to music. So, uh, this month included the date of September 24th, which has been told, uh, has been regarded as the best weekend release or week of release of music in the entire history of music. Until 2016. Until 2016. Um, there's a lot that came out. We're going to get to it in a sec, but first I'll go through a few other things that happened. We had the charts. Um, in Australia, it was Everything I Do by Brian Adam for the entire month. <sighs> How could it not be? Um, it did mix up in America. Um, it was Everything I Do by Brian Adams. And also, we had some Paula Abdul in there and some Color Me, Color Me Bad. Um, Color Me Bad? They're a uh, like a hip-hop R&B group. Why are you screwing your face up like that? I thought you loved hip-hop. I don't like Color Me Bad. Oh. <laughs> um, also, um, there was an album I couldn't get a song from called Tin Machine which is a super group with your friend Tin Machine 2 oh who gives a shit well um, Tin Machine was out like the self-titled first album but yeah, Tin yeah. Machine 2 is not as easy to find no it's not on any of the streaming services so no, I um but yeah I wanted to give you I uh, did that for you wanted to mention Tin Machine just for you I've got it in my list oh. now you're doing research awesome <laughs> <laughs> I don't do research I just make up a list and then <laughs> see if I remember anything about it um, so we'll go like from the start of like the release of September. Don't mention all of them. Not, well, I'm going to mention a few Cause, of them. Because I looked at the wiki page and it was a big month. I want to mention this one. Because this is an awesome song. I don't know this is yet. Oh. Pop quiz. Do you know what OPP stands for? Old... Pickly penis. <laughs> you got one word right. Penis. Yeah. Ooh. It's for other people's pussy and other people's penis. Oh. Ah, that's yeah. funny because I was listening to WAP today. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Have them back to back. <laughs> you sound like you sounded like someone's dad's like, oh, I listened to that WAP today. No, because Matt mentioned it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Mel, Mel made Matt listen <laughs> of to it. He did. <laughs> he sat on his phone with the other photos. <laughs> he, um,. <laughs> He got stuck on the macaroni line. He didn't understand. You know the macaroni line? Yes. Yep. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. Uh, past guest Matt. Down with the WAP. Down with the WAP. Uh, we had Sarah McLaughlin. Um, this album's really cool. Yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, Billy Bragg came out with one. Mm. <laughs> I won't play the song now. Good choice. <laughs> we also had. My gal, Mariah. Yeah, this is, this is starting really to get better. Song. Yeah. Next, uh, I think 
next season or next year, the nineteen ninety two, she does her unplugged performances. Ooh, pretty good. So, is it um, weird when they do unplugs so early in their careers? Uh, I don't know. Like, I think that was good. Like that sort of elevated her popularity, popular popularity quite well. <laughs> Going on to like the other end of the spectrum, we had. This album's way rougher than I expected. It is rough. Um, that's whole um, with um, uh, pretty on the inside. Um, that's that, terrible. I don't know. Like, it's it's really rough. Like, I because I don't I only know like um, the albums after this, and then one of my friends like she was really into this album. I was like, it takes a while, but like this is where I can like. Because I don't like Courtney Love at all. Oh. But I can kind of respect this a, b- a lot more than a lot of the other stuff that she's done. I don't know. It's pretty raw. Really good. My live through this is pretty smooth. Yeah. You don't like it? I don't know. I just found it weird. So, like, her and Nevermind obviously came out. That's how, that's how weird. And, it? like, yeah. the comparison there. But then yeah. if you put Bleach next to Nevermind, I don't feel like it's a huge leap. Hmm. Like the sounds there, it's just a bit slower and a bit, yeah, drudgier. But if you put that next to like later whole albums, it's like wow. Yeah. What? Are you a whole fan? Yeah, I don't mind them. Yeah. My partner Brooke um, always rated them, so I kind of think all of them a little bit. Or yeah, kind of dropped that album out. Yeah, actually, I I really I like listen to that album. Yeah, it's yeah, it's <laughs> I really like Malibu. Like I really like that song. Like I could listen yeah. to that quite a lot. Yeah. Um, then we also had <laughs> He's just the worst <laughs> You don't he, You don't sing like that He knows now Like he's being more Axel than Axel In that, in that moment He's like his voice is more diverse than I ever realised. That's like Creed going full Creed. Like it's yeah. just like I'm gonna Or Adam Sandler going full Pearl Jam. Full <laughs> Abadabba. <laughs> um Usual Illusion one and two came out. Um are you a Gunners fan? Um I dabble. I don't mind them. I've seen I them live, to... I thought they were amazing. Kiss. Um, let's let's talk about Kiss. Let's talk about Kiss. This is, this is really about, the month for Kiss. Let's talk about Kiss. You were a huge kids fan. <laughs> yeah. Were you have? Uh, well, uh, that's what I wanted to get to now. You have. Um, you have touched the hand of Jean and hopefully sanitized it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> you met them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All what of was, them. I had to pay for the privilege. Oh, it wouldn't have been much. What's though, the, was yeah, it? What's the, what's the cash number? On it again? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even remember. It was. It was a while ago. Yeah. Um, Meet and greet things you can pay for. They just. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have sex? <laughs> <laughs> Did you meet like all of them like equally and individually? Did yeah. You, did you immediately skip Peter Chris? He <laughs> <laughs> was like, go down the line, but like, all right, I'm done. Get oh. that damn cat out of the way. <laughs> this was a tour without Peter. Oh, um, so Eric Singer. Oh, okay, cool. Um, oh, so you were like, wait, are you Peter? No, okay, cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll greet you then. Um, how do you find them now? Uh, yeah, I'd still will listen to them occasionally. Yeah. Um, they're, yeah, it, it is what it is. Like they just yeah, they know their kind of market and they play to that. I think Gene should stop doing interviews. It's well, they could just replay any interview in the world. Yeah, <laughs> well, not even that. Like for line the same, he should just stop talking to people. 
No, one, I don't think anyone's interviewing him. He's just coming out and making statements. Like, no one asked Gene. Have you noticed that John Cleese seems to be like, anytime that political correctness is on there, he like swings in from the Bahamas and says like, <laughs> which is where he's living. <laughs> and it's like, because like, uh, Hank Azaria apologized for doing a poo in The yep. Simpsons. So then John Cleese comes in to shit all over it and saying like, oh, political correctness. It's like, you just need to be old and white and die in the Bahamas, dude. Like, just fucking, just fuck off. Like, same, Rowan do, Atkinson. Do a silly walk into your grave, old man. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan Atkinson did the same to Boris Johnson. Yeah. And he made that terrible comment, came I and defended him. I feel like, uh, and I can just feel with Rowan Atkinson too, it would be such a snide little fucking comment, dude. It's like, oh. He said, you don't have to explain a joke if the joke's funny. Ooh. Or, no, you don't have to apologise for a joke if the joke's funny. It, he can only do press conferences now if he just talks like Mr. Bean. <laughs> 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 it's like, ah, oh, he's not terrible when he's doing that. <laughs> no one can understand him. Um, so then we also had, you know what? In defiance of our friend Axel. 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 I'm going to do, because um, on Usually Legion 2, that came out the same day. Uh, they had some Duff McKagan did a song that only he sang, so I'm gonna play oh. that song instead. So it's not like right. Did you tell me Axel's real name, by the way? I can't remember. What is it? Is it Norman? <laughs> Hang on, this might be the first time anyone's ever heard this song. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Duff alone. <laughs> ah. Is this from like an Evian Water ad? <laughs> It would be the time for everyone What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> the drama just walked out. That's as far as anyone ever got in the song. Yeah. Everyone's heard it, <laughs> just to that point. Um, I think Slash had a song too. I think he does a cover. Um, he, he sings? I think so, yeah. Ooh. Um, and this, I mean, obviously, does he sing like Mr. Bean? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's apparently a song in there about the there's a woman that complained about Axel. She said that he hit, hit her with a wine bottle, and then like it's called like Hell Next Door or like something like that. And like, all of it's like, yeah, I can tell you how Axel would have done that. And he's like, no, no, I didn't do it. This is too much time on Guns N' Roses. Um, okay. PSA, Do you know what song, that, I get, you know what song that came out that I was swore came out in the um, 80s? Spin Doctors? <laughs> you know what? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Tom Cochran, Life is a Highway. Ah, this is one of those songs that no one knows who did it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It could I have been. I thought it was George Thorogood. Could have or, been him. Tom Petty. Could have been yeah, anyone. It's Petty. Yeah. Like, I who, swore it came out in the eighties. Who was that band? Um, America that ripped off Neil Young. And everyone just assumes horse, horse no name. Yeah. Yeah. That's Neil Young. Yeah. So I was. That spun me out. I was like, oh, who's this Tom Cochran? I was like, oh, it's not George Thorogood. <laughs> I'm impressed you even thought of who it could have been. Oh, um. When are we getting to the good ones? Shh. Pretty good. Yeah, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. Primal Scream. Not um not Josh Michael. Not Josh Michael. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I thought it was. It's a Bob Hopkins <laughs> Bill Cotton so I forget. Oh wow. I swear that was George Michael. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who came first? 
I think George Michael came okay. first. That's what yeah. <laughs> I've been watching The Office a little bit as well. Okay. <laughs> what did you think of that album? I, I, I did revisit it. I'm like, mm, yeah, it's all right. I, just not, I guess it's not my thing. I can definitely picture a heap of people in Manchester at like just, a warehouse yeah. getting stoned to it. <laughs> over, yeah. um, I don't know why a lot of bands have like eight or nine minute songs. So they do basically the same thing over and over. And there's a song in here that goes for like that long. I'm like, okay. There's some good tunes on it though. They're not what I expected. They're that band name you hear everywhere and like... Exactly. Ambient album. Like you can just put on the background then like every every so often you're like, is that George Michael? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just start it again. (laughs) Uh, We have... The Pixies with... Kim Dill left after this album. Everything left after this album. You <laughs> fucky Frank Black. <laughs> this anymore. Uh, that was uh, Trump Lamon by the Pixies. Um, the one that doesn't have the bass on it. So who gives a shit? Um, well, it's got Umas on, Umas on it. Umas. So. <laughs> Umas. <laughs> Umas. Um, and then, head on. It's it's okay. Let's just move on from. No, no, you can keep talking. I'm just going to give you some background music. The Talk third, about Pixies some more. The third best or third best? Yeah. Second or third best album of the month, I reckon. Be on my list. No. <laughs> no. Oh, you're talking about Pixie still. Yeah, I'm still on the Pixie. Okay, cool. I'll be there for a while. I feel like we've uh, carried this song for a while now. It's no rock set. You're doing me. This is pretty good. Nope. So cheesy. I wanted to show you because, like. No one makes those two different songs like that. Like that's such a weird. Are they that different? Well, no, it's like it's a slower version of that one. Yeah, true. I wonder, like, if um, how many if you had more producers writing like, everything I do. You know, we um, you know how our dog's been getting massage. Our dog gets a massage now because <laughs> we didn't want to pay three grand for a CT scan. Okay. So a friend of my work does pet massage, and they usually have like panpipe music on in the background. So nice, like little air diffuser things. For the, for the dog? Just for like everyone, because it's just, pan pipes just chills everyone out. Are you in the room with the dog? Yeah. That's weird. We're all just sat there. It's amazing to watch. Yeah, but it's weird, because that'd be like, my parents being in the room with me when I get a massage. No, because you're not a dog. Do you get massages? I have the past. <laughs> Do you? Uh, yeah. I find it weird. I, I, the last time I ever got massaged was, um they were talking a lot, and I was like, I can't. Relax. Would you be in the room while your child's getting a massage? <laughs> or like seeing the physio? Oh, well... Yes. yes, you would. Exactly. Shut up. So, um, the second time they came around to do it, he went to put on his, like, the panpipe music and it just automatically came out what they'd be listening to in the car. Mm-hmm. And it was Summer of 69. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, sorry, I'll get this. I was like, mm, keep it going. Like, this is... I can chill out with this. <laughs> Your dog's just like, yeah. <laughs> Trying to get his massage, just like rocking away. Yeah. You'd, um, life is a highway. <laughs> <laughs> Who's by? I don't know. There can't and be that many know. songs with that name. <clears throat> yeah, see, is this number two or is this number three? I, I've got fond memories of this song and album. Um, particularly... I was mass. I've been always been a bit of a gamer, and Road Rash was a yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> and that game, like 
yeah. Is that also got songs. Rusty Cage on it as well? It or? does. Yeah. Yes. Um, that one was always on. Like, if you like have the rage, like grunge film clips, like that was always there. Um, this could possibly be one of my favorite songs of any band of all time. Ooh, I loved Outshine so much. It made like I've, it's on nearly every playlist I ever, I ever make. It's, it's always on it. Wow. I fucking love this song so much. Jesus Christ, but it's not so much. There's a lot of feedback in that song. <laughs> like, they get a little bit wanky with it. Um, funny things, like, they their posters got banned in England because it had the Jesus Christ, the mechanical Jesus Christ uh, on the poster. So, like, all their, their posters got taken down. Um, weird, you don't take England as being a particularly religious, sensitive country. <laughs> um, Bad Motor Finger is the album by Soundgarden. Um, had stuff like uh, Rusty Cage, Outshine, Jane, Jesus Crossbows, um, uh, Searching With My Good Eye Clothes song. <sighs> Just, I think start to finish, I don't think there's ever been a song, I, well, maybe Face Pollution. Um, but it's not, for me, a big skipping album. No. I don't skip through much. You don't skip through this album? <laughs> <laughs> I can run. No, you can't even run to it because they're weird tempos. I could listen to this on shuffle. Oh, okay. Can we ask you the shuffle debate? Like, do you shuffle an album or do you listen to it from start to finish? Um, yeah, I got to start to finish. So you would call? Would you call someone disgusting? Because <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what happened to me. Or just not see them for ten years? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. I mean, yeah, I do sell vinyl records, so it's pretty hard to skip tracks True. on them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I've tried it a couple of times. Oh, like, looking in the grooves. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, I can man. see, I want to get to that one. Or I want to go back and listen to that song again. He's the one that came back. He's like, this is Scratch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Between tracks three and four, there's a big, a big scratch. I don't know what happened. Do you remember Tom Cocker? <laughs> Do you remember when we got... Um, oh, I like, <laughs> uh, That Jack White album. We, like 10 minutes before Laura put it on, she's like, it's not working. Oh, it's okay, not working. Yeah. It's like... There was so- I remember there was something weird about this album and you got to start it from the inside and it goes backwards. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. That was a monster. Apparently, um, <laughs> didn't he stitch some, like one of his EPs into a couch? That he, was, he was working at a... He was working at a, working at a furniture store and like apparently someone like in Nashville like found a Jack White EP stitched into their couch. I think I heard some sort of story like that. Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard of it. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. He's a weird guy. He's very Edward Scissorhands to me. <laughs> it's like the, yeah, the Johnny person. Depp of music. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Actually, no, nah, that's pretty harsh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. There's still so many left. Look, if you take out the rapists of the band, it's still a really good band. Because I don't know how much John Frusciante's solo stuff you listen to, but he doesn't need those other guys. No. Um, so that's uh, Relative Pelper's Breaking the Girl from their Blood Sugar Sex Magic. I've talked about my Relative Pelper's hate on this before. What do you stand with them? you like, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this album is good. It's it one, is. And it's one of those ones on a personal, when, when I have a pop-up store or something and I've got it in the crate, someone will always buy it. Yeah. It's always got that. It's got that, and um, in Australia, it actually went, um, we'll get into it more next um, season, but it didn't really break the charts in America, but like we had a, we, Under the Bridge was number one for like six weeks. 
and like one of the only places in the world that it was like that. So like we That's we love we love some chili peppers down here. I thought that song was huge everywhere. Not to the point that like people were buying it. Like we, yeah. Hmm. Um, I remember like I my hate for chili peppers started like way before I knew anything else about them because, <laughs> um, being a bass player at school, like all the teacher really liked the other bass players could do like slap funk bass and I, I fucking hated slap bass I've told before I hate slap bass yeah you do and this album's like um, because I couldn't play anything on it I just like resented them so much I'm just like no Green Day's better fuck you <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like uh, I've got a lot of stuff going on with Chili Peppers but um, my favourite album of this month um, would this this would be number one for me Just because, like, I've, um, this is, uh, The Low End Theory by Tropical Quest. Um, they're the thing, they're, they're the group that, like, out of doing this podcast is my, I've, I've found matched onto and I love so much. Your new Taylor Dane. My new Taylor Dane, yeah. So they beat out the album that we did a full episode on? Um, <laughs> that would be because, you know, that's always going to be there. But, like, okay. as far as, like, you know. Don't the, take it for granted, Paul. I will. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Tricor Quest is, um, this album's amazing. Um, and I just found out there's a doco that you can get of them, so I'm going to check that out sometime. Is, is so. that where your album's finished? No. You peaked. Oh, okay. More. I was just going to talk about Tricor Quest before. Okay. Are you a fan? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. Um, and I guess I'll probably, I wasn't that into hip hop back in the day, but mm. probably over the last five years, um, really gone in that direction. Do you think that it's like, not to be wanky, but like, do you think it's kind of like jazz, like in a way of like, you, you can't really appreciate it when at a certain age, but like, as you get older, you can sort of like, you know, you're very locked into what you like in your teens and your twenties. So it was like, you know, I was all punk rock or grunge and like, not, didn't have much time for anyone, anything else. Now it's like, you know, you're looking for more stuff, so you're more open to more stuff. So that's why I've been listening to like, that's because, yeah, rap and hip hop is like the old white man's new jazz. Like, because there's all those jazz influences in it. Yeah. So yeah. you're not as pretentious because you like something cool. <clears throat> yeah. And I think, and because like, I, I tend to like, I didn't use like jazz either, but I, I've been listening to more jazz like in the last like five, six years. I don't know whether it's just like, you just oh, get to was, a point. I was trying to help you not be pretentious. But... Oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm okay with being, I like, why jazz is not pretentious? Uh, Mark? No, I, I'm, I'm jazz. Like okay. It. Do yeah. you sell much like jazz albums or stuff? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Cool. And like new artists like Kamazi Washington and yes, um, yeah, yeah, Robert Glasper as well. Those kind of things. I don't know. Heard of him? I'll have to check him out. Definitely. Okay. So um, we've covered this. Sorry, who's this? <laughs> Silver <Silverchair. laughs> <laughs> Uh Banger. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh. I was, what, can, what, what can we say? Um, do you stock it? Like, is, it's a regularly stocked item, never yeah, mind. It's yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's essential. Yeah. Um, what's is the, your, what, what can you see? You, you can't really say much more. Like, yeah. What's your age demographic you see with it? Do you get many young people like discovering it or like asking for it? Or Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, I, gee, it's, it's, it's <laughs> I see a lot of people like, no, I don't know. But I guess like you're in like the actual music frontline, so you, people that want to know about it will be there like the people I deal with work in a warehouse and we're like no I don't know yeah and it's awesome to see as well like people will grab that and they'll also you know I don't usually like watching those like um like you watch vines and stuff all the time and like fugitive yeah. and shit but like 
when you those have you seen those videos of like you get kids listening to like kids nowadays listening yeah. to old music it's pretty good like sometimes where they're just like oh my god I'm like oh you see me I like when they've actually <laughs> never actually heard it yeah sometimes they're like oh yeah I remember this like, oh, well that ruins it <laughs> <laughs> um, and just um, what, I, the reason this is at the end is because I couldn't find an actual date um, that came out but I know it came out in September of uh, Men at work? No? Got the Indian. That's close. Not really. <laughs> Not at all. Men at work might have ripped it off or something. Yeah. It's in the right continent. Uh, this was huge. Massive. Um, uh, I remember, it still is, isn't it? Well, but also, this is like, um, as sad as it sounds, like I think this may have uh, opened the world's eyes to the, our indigenous uh well, our indigenous people, really. Yeah, because people didn't care what Midnight Oil was saying. Yeah, well, like they're already screaming about. Well, they it, also but... went. They went worldwide, well renowned. Like, I mean, they had like a bit of hits. Like, mm. but like, yeah, Yothi Indi um, Treaty. This um, album um, really opened them out to the world and to then like, Australia up to the world. I think so. Yeah. Um, remember it being played on radio quite a lot, and yeah, I remember on like Saturdays watching video video hits or whatever it was called and it was always on yeah um and then yeah i found out today actually when doing some research that i actually wanted logie for best video which is interesting because i I, yeah, was, I didn't know it was a character because it is a uh, people's vote and oh um, wow and okay like i just nice. assumed there were far more racists in australia oh they were um do you think <laughs> would it be the same year like with like at the logies like daryl braithway just like Ready to ready to win for horses. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, here it comes. What the fuck? Got his beach sandals on, ready to jump around. And John Farmer's just consoling him, just like, it's all right. I didn't want anything either, mate. <laughs> Daryl Braithway uh, played the AFL Grand Final that year as well. By the way, that's the oh, other sports wow. thing I forgot. To did he play horses? Of course he did. Surely that's the only thing he played. Yeah, he probably played it twice. Yeah, there was that other song that got into America. I remember it was like, nah, it's in America, mate. Rise. No, that wasn't. That's, that's the, the album. album. Yeah. Fuck. Um, uh, I also had a couple more that you've ignored. Oh well, then. <laughs> Is that actually your list? That's that's all I got. Yep. Oh, did you have more? Well, was like that Garth Brooks thing. Oh yeah, uh, oh. Ro- roping, <laughs> roping the wind. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? I'm not gonna. You know what? Is not that gonna, when you not miss... gonna touch that low hanging fruit? <laughs> no, but like, surely that's a term that we just don't know about. Did he watch City Slickers and he saw Billy Crystal not be able to catch a cow? He's like, oh, look at him <laughs> roping the wind. Been, it should have been called hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm assuming there's an interview. Is like, well, what you see is uh, when you when you try to rope something, it just could fall through. Is that what he sounds like? I don't know. I don't think he's that masculine. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> I'm Garth Brooks. <laughs> uh, rope in the wind. Um, I I kind of like we don't cover a lot of country here. I know, but like um, first and last time, the crowds that I saw him get for some of his shows was just massive. Just it was just massive in America. In America. In the south. In, <laughs> but it's just like, um, and I think look, um. Everyone's parents, like not my parents, but like my definitely my auntie and uncle used to sort of play his stuff at get-togethers. Like any other. What, what was your dad's opinion for? <laughs> he, you know what his opinion was. 
every time he used to hear anything by country, he'd always make the joke from um, Blues Brothers. Is like, oh, we play both kinds, country and western. I'm like, <laughs> oh, Dad, I love you. So he had no opinion on it at all. No, that's that's just his line. Yeah, that's just his line. Album sold over 10 million in the US. Jesus. Alone. Wow. Units. It's just roping crazy. In, roping in the money. Meanwhile, Daryl Braithwaite, uh, <laughs> 300,000 for his best work ever. Yeah, but Garth Brooks didn't play AFL Grand Final. That's true. Uh, has ever? he ever played one? No, surely not. Uh, has he? Maybe. You go, you find. I'm going to so, do a thing where I tend to listen to you. That's okay, because uh-huh. uh, the next few albums yep. are a lot better than you would ever care about anyway. Uh-huh. Mark, did you know Wretch uh, by Caius came out? Oh, okay. I don't know how I feel about Caius anymore, because I think... Nicola very likes to hit women in the face, and it's oh. not great. Um, but precursor to Queens of the Stone Age, you know, yeah. it's not a bad, not entirely a bad thing. Um, the cult ceremony, I never cult? listened to the cult, but they're like, they're basically pre-grunge. Really? Yeah, like they've got a real sort of um, mother love bony sound to them. I think, I think they might make my new rotation. I think Ooh. I get them and the church mixed up quite a bit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're quite different. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think so. You should... I feel like it might almost be up your street. It's not Tribe Called Quest, but you know, it's not bad. They're decent. If you like Mother Love Bone and like... Uh-huh. I don't want to say Soundgarden, but... I don't know, they got this weird sort of 80s, 90s crossover sound that was pretty good. Garth Brooks has never played the AFL Grand Final. Go on. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> um... What else was there? They should. No More Tears, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Yeah, it's all filler. No Isn't that his animal. career? Uh, after Sabbath, yeah. I didn't like Sabbath. Oh, really? Oh, no. you're a fool. No, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and Rob- only, like, I seriously have only just started liking Led Zeppelin. Like, I've allowed them into my life. Ah, I've way gone... Like, I keep finding them in, like, record stores. And, like, I feel like I should own good copies of Zeppelin albums. But I just don't give a fuck anymore. It's like me and Pink Floyd. Like I'll never ever like Pink Floyd because they're just trash. It's like because they're too overrated and you don't want to like them. No, it's just I've listened to them. They're boring. They're so boring. Speaking of the last one on my list was Rush. Roll the bones. Yeah, I didn't do that because it doesn't have um, Tom Sawyer and it's gonna use shit. <laughs> <laughs> and if you look at the ratings yeah. for like they got from like a lot of magazines, uh, pretty low. Yeah, it's not their best work, but. Does it go for like 70 minutes and it's like five songs? Oh, I couldn't get through it all. Oh my God. There's some yeah. crazy albums that came out and it, songs. It was a good... Yeah, look, I mean, you can't deny that like you you wouldn't... That many albums coming out on one day. Can you imagine that these days? It's like you've got... Oh, the ones I mentioned, I don't think were that weekend. Yeah, no, but like... But still, um, but even the, like the whole month. Like if you go the, through, there's a wiki list of like what albums came out on what month. Usually, most months we do this, I'm like, oh, I'll write down like two or three. I've got like 12. I will say that doing research for 92, it gets it gets pretty much like that all the time. Like there's like, you, the amount of releases that you would give a go, this gets longer and longer and longer. And it's like, Is it weird that they don't, I guess when there's that many, you can't space them out, but like big films, no one wants to have their film out if there's another huge blockbuster. Yeah. You get overshadowed, whereas it's albums, in, it's just. I think with the music industry, it's like way more like, let's just try and like beat them. Like, it's just like put both bands up against each other and see who wins. And it was just the golden match. age of physical sales, wasn't it? So yeah. like everyone was just buying CDs like it was... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So back in America, I was um, 
listen to that that 60s songs that define the 90s oh yeah um and he was saying that like to buy usual illusion one and two over there it was like 18 bucks each but i mean here it would have been what 28 bucks each yeah, like, like, i was thinking 30 yeah an album an album over here was like 30 bucks i mean imagine like you know you go it's like I'm, <laughs> give me 60 dollars worth of guns and roses please imagine having to choose <laughs> i don't know like if i had to choose i'm like oh do i go for the november rain or do i go for like Civil War. And I don't know, like, when it came in, the, the little town I lived in in England, the, it wasn't a Sony, I think it was a Virgin store. You, like, scan the CD. Yeah. And you could get, like, the first 30 seconds of a song and, like, see oh, if it was yeah. worth it. Yeah. yeah. We had, you said that in Sony. Yeah. But surely that wasn't around in the 90s. It was around when I was working in Sony. They would, you could listen Aww. to, the, the CD player was, like, um, rigged up that it would only pay. 15 seconds of a song and then it goes on to the next song. Oh, It's really weird. That's rough on an intro. Oh, man. Yeah. That's how I got obsessed with um, Foo Fighters' Hey Johnny Park. Just, one, just the intro. Just right? hearing the first like, 20, 30 <laughs> seconds like every day after school is like, I'm going to go listen to it again for free. <laughs> and they chase you out the broom. It's like, oh, wait. I would like to listen to Foo Fighters, please. <laughs> just the first 15 seconds. So long before I bought it. It was ridiculous. <laughs> It's weird though, looking back, because you you mentioned all these great albums like Nirvana and all that, and I at the time was ten, and I was listening to Mariah Carey, CNC Music Factory, MC Hammer, <laughs> Nilla Rice, oh, Michael Nilla Jackson. Rice. They were they were kind of like on my rotation as a ten year old, which is now looking back a little bit depressing. Uh, I think everyone through, went through a Michael Jackson phase. Like it's just what you did back then, like. In 1991, I didn't think that men were supposed to sing. Like, I heard Mariah Carey. I was like, oh, she's an angel. This is amazing. This is what singing is. Men shouldn't sing. That's not tough and manly. Yeah, You're that's tough. what society did to You're me. <laughs> Mother, why is a man singing? <laughs> you said that it was airy-fairy. <laughs> uh, we're, we're done. September's done. Have you got any more notes? You I mean, covered everything? Uh, no, the only other note I had was, um, I've got it here, pissed off that Andy was in August um, <laughs> and I'm in what, September. Why's that? Because he's like, like I would say on your Mount Rushmore of guests that you have on the podcast, he would be etched in number one. Like <laughs> oh. I always find his stuff really entertaining and yeah, okay. it's oh, a hard no, act to follow. So okay. that's why. Okay. You're not mad about the content? Oh no, I'm okay, just cool. mad that I have to try and follow that up. Well, this is this is my way that I'm actually going to catch up with you these days. So if you've been on <laughs> next season, <laughs> I'll be sure that you're nowhere near Andy. Um, that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not catching up with anyone outside of this anymore. This is this is how I do it. Yeah, it's we don't talk do to each other. <laughs> Me and Ben just like, no, nah, don't talk to me. You know, every microphone. couple months it's like we should hang out and not do a pod. Like, yeah, we should. And I'll bring my, I'll bring my <laughs> microphones anyway. <laughs> like, can you just put this in front of you? <laughs> it's all in good. Because if up. we don't do this, I just make him watch vines. Yeah, that's fine. He doesn't get them. <laughs> uh, follow Crackle and Pop on um, all the socials, and you can find out where they're going to be next. Um, and we also have go been, ask him dumb questions. Yeah, yeah. We also have been um, graciously donated um, some uh, vinyl that we're going to be doing for a competition. So look, check out our Instagram. We'll put that up soon. So thank you very much for that. No problem. Um, Are we going to say what it is, or let people discover it? No, actually, let people come and find it. Yeah. There's 
two like killer albums that have come up this year. Yeah. If you want to win them, you have to follow us on Instagram. It's Roxette, Joyride, and um, <laughs> Taylor the <Dane>. Spin Doctors. <laughs> Fucking weird. No way. I'll just be keeping them. <laughs> and yeah, it won't be read because neither of us. Well, I can have a vinyl player. Yeah. And and I've I've already got them myself because I didn't know that this was coming. Thanks a lot, Mark. You <laughs> saved uh, me forty dollars. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, living at the past pod at gmail.com. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Letterboxd. Um, follow PD Lumsden or whatever the Benz is. Um, <laughs> uh, you can also check out Spotify, <laughs> living in the past podcast. Uh, I did go see uh, Kong and Godzilla last night. If you want to know what I thought of it, what did you think of it? No, you'll have to follow me on uh, Letterboxd and find out. Three and a half for me. Three and a half? <laughs> yeah. Go see some big animals hit each other. It's fucking amazing. Um, thanks so much. You come out next time. Absolutely, cool. Yeah, love but, it. All right, we'll find you somewhere. Not near Andy. Um, <laughs> I'll quiz you next time. So I'm back into quizzing. Yeah, we need more quizzes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, to not rip off the person who wins the quiz would be good. Don't I, you talk about. I did go to a couple of op, top, op shops and look for a sale century board game, but I couldn't find one. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm still working my OnlyFans. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following pd lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season you can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to spotify and searching living in the past podcast and then the month that you want to check out want to help us grow the show leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts or tell your neighbor tell your friend tell your mother it all helps and until next time as we always say sit back look back and relax (laughs) 